Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast. You're listening to the Talk Thought Podcast, sponsored by Fucking Nothing. Welcome to another episode of the Talkful Podcast. This is a, uh, a, well, a continuation from the breakdown series that I did. I had a bit of a gap, bit of a break. I'm back. I'm here to break down the serenity in the His philosophy. So it's the first S. Um, why it's important. And a brief overview. So I'm writing a book on self-improvement. I have a philosophy towards life. I think if you can channel all these things get them to align with each other, make the best out of all of them, you know, become the best in health, integrity, serenity, surroundings, time management, and sustainability. If you can get all of them to work together for you, you are going to have the best reality and experience in life you can, essentially. That's essentially why, what I've come to realize at this current time in my life that that philosophy really is if I can get all them and I can work on all them that's everything really with side a few things like getting a balance right being able to adapt the main components are in his philosophy get them right you'll be sorted and obviously I'm figuring out the best ways to do that so I give tips tricks insights techniques methods advice um, and I ask questions myself. I'm always asking questions myself and encouraging positive or constructive feedback all the time. Um, so as I say, yeah, this is a continuation of the breakdown. Um, the book I'm writing is obviously going to explain all these. I mean, I'm definitely not rushing this book, so I'm, I sort of come and go back to it. I'm not continuously plodding along words. I don't know whether that's smart, but ultimately I've got no publishers on my back or no one forced me to write this book so I want to write it and I continue to improve and learn by the month so I definitely don't want to write it all in one time then come back and then have to change loads I'd rather just leave it till I feel like I can you know write the best section I can the next section section coming up which in the case of the book is the mental health section I want to be able to write as much as I can in the most efficient way possible simple enough for a reader to pick up and get the ground rules and an understanding of how important mental health is and how to achieve it um and then move on to the next section um but these pod this podcast breakdown series is just me talking rather than writing um and obviously i could talk about it all day so i'm only going to sort of you know touch on it and simplify it it's incredibly incredibly complex that I yet don't understand myself and this one is serenity so as I explained if you if you want to get the best out of life I think health mental and physical be integral do what you love which is essentially what I'm classing as integrity be yourself you are a unique individual you have to be that individual you are follow your gut trust your heart do what you love to do um and then serenity so on top of the others 
So mastering your surroundings, getting in the best surrounding to support you and push you and strive you through life. Managing in your time, because that's the only value we really have is time in life. So you need to manage and organise it to get the best out of it. And then making everything sustainable. If you get all of them, apart from serenity right, you're not going to enjoy the process. And all life is, is a continuous process of one present moment. Um, so serenity is essentially a, a mindset, a behaviour, an attitude that is you know, achieved through spiritual practice. And I say this all the time, when you say a word, it can portray a million and different a million and one different things into someone's head, depending on who you are, when you say spirituality. If you have an understanding of that, you get an authentic, organic um, understanding of what I mean when I say spirituality. But most people that don't really know what it is and that have kept it at arm's distance because it's not promoted or it's not advised, it's not um, in any way, shape or form in the mainstream and in the system put forward enough as it should be as a, a practice one should take on to, you know, live comfortably. Um, the complete opposite. We look for external sources to deal with, um, to keep it simple, to deal with any sort of problem, we look for external sources. So we try to buy things to make us happy, and we take medication to try and, you know, heal us, and we try and, um, you know, a million different one ways of dealing with problems we look externally but spirituality is coming and aligning yourself and understanding intrinsically of where all the answers are you are this one thing you need to be um, looking on the inside look at what the real issues are and realising you're already where you need to be as difficult it is, as it is you already are what you need to be it's just you know practising to understand that it is complicated but it's essentially not worrying about anything and that comes down to living in the present moment so i've read a few spiritual books now a few different approaches and a few different ideas but ultimately apart from you know obviously you know there is a handful of things you need to consider and many ways you can do it many different practices yoga meditation mindfulness whatever you want to say it ultimately comes down for me at my current understanding is living in the present moment so unless and if you are a regular listener i I apologize for sounding like a broken record because i've repeated this a few times but it's the way to explain it so obviously i'm gonna repeat the same explanation because it's the best way i can describe it at the moment anything so on a um, in life, anything that causes you to be anxious or stressed, etc., etc., distressed, you know, the bad stress, or worried or scared or fear, um, there's only a few things that should actually be a justifiable reason that you're worried, anxious, scared, fear, whatever. And that's if you're in immediate physical danger, you or someone, so you're about to get hit by a car. Or someone's just throwing a grenade by your feet. Something extreme like that should cause your adrenaline and stress levels to go through the roof in order for you to, you know, get the fuck away and survive. Other than that, anything else in life is um, an illusion. There's no reason, really, to ever get distressed to a certain level where it dramatically decreases your 
physical health. Um, and that only really happens when you remove yourself from the present moment. So anxiety, like I did in my previous episode, is just the worry and everything happening outside the present moment. Oh, what if this happens? You know, to paraphrase, what if this happens? What if that happens? I'm worried about this. Oh, I can't go there because you're worrying about shit that doesn't matter. Whereas you focus on what's really happening, you ain't got anything to worry about. And it takes practice and it's difficult to do. It's easier said than done. And you need to reinforce that. Just like repetition in the gym to get your muscles bigger, you need to reinforce that attitude for starters. Reinforce that I'm going to live in the present. Continuously try and focus on one thing at a time. Um, You know, actively, it's difficult to do. We do it passively when we exercise, when we watch a film, when we listen to music. It's easy to be taken away and only focus on that one thing. But when we come back, you know, reality hits and it sucks. But we need to create our reality as one present moment and, you know, remove the idea of time for a start and only live in the now. Again, this is my current understanding of it. So an analogy I used in my last episode, which I'll touch on again here. Life is like you sat in a tank. So the world around you is everything outside the tank. And you're in a war zone. It's essentially what life is. And you're, you're moving along in this tank. And there's ups and downs, etc., etc. But in the tank, which is, i.e., the present moment, which you're always in, you've got nothing to worry about. You're in the most solid, protected, armoured tank in the world. And everything in the tank is everything you could possibly need. Your friends, your loved ones, water, food, um, etc., The moment you stick your head outside that tank, which is you removing yourself from the present moment, is the moment you start worrying about all the shit that's going on outside. So the bullets flying everywhere, the the grenades being thrown, the bombs going off, the planes overhead, all of that stuff is not a worry when you're in a tank because you can't be touched. But as soon as you poke your head out, which is what most anxious people do, or people in fear, or people depressed, they're worried about shit, that ultimately... It's a bit more complicated because there's obviously there's a lot of physiological physiological stuff going on. I can't even speak. And it's chemistry and it's hormonal. I'm just using this as an an an, 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 I shouldn't have fucking done them shrooms before this podcast. I'm joking. I ain't done shrooms. I just can't speak. That analogy is best used as an example for anxiety. So. When you remove yourself from the present moment, that's when all the worries and the fears and the anxieties occur. The more you can learn to channel your energy and only live in the present moment is when everything else sort of doesn't matter. And you can start to appreciate what you actually do have. So no matter what you're doing in life, what stage you are in life, if you're in a air quotes, a stressful one, if, if you're on a down, because life is obviously ups and downs and lefts and rights and it's a whirlwind. No matter what stage, if you can be present and understand this is, you know, not worry about it. And really, you know, appreciate everything you do have in the times of, you know, when you are weathering the storm, appreciate all the things you do have, you know. If you've got loved ones, if you've got friends, if you, you know, you've got a roof over your head. 
you're able to afford food, you've really got nothing to worry about. Um, so it's practicing that mind frame. So serenity is an equal, equally important part of my philosophy because what's the point in everything else um, going through life, trying to self-improve, become the best person you can be, if the whole process of it is stressful as fuck and you're not living presently and you look back one day and you go, shit, what happened? What the fuck happened? Um, and it's for me, it's one of the most difficult ones to try and achieve because it takes a lot of mental, I suppose, training and a lot of repetition and reinforcing ideas. But the people at the pinnacle of this area, this field of like, I suppose it is an expertise, it is a skill. People that's, you know, they're saying you are already there. It's just realising that you have nothing to worry about. Um, and that's incredibly difficult to do because even if you get a flicker of a second, if you realise and go, shit, yeah, nothing matters. I'm actually, I'm doing all right. I'm doing everything I can. Nothing needs to matter. Then two seconds later, something in your environment will cause a distraction and cause your brain to go on a tangent and start worrying about the worst things that can happen or you're not good enough. You're not, you know, you're not slim enough. You're not beautiful enough. You're not, you're not sufficient for your your spouse, whatever might come in your head, it doesn't serve you a purpose to start worrying about it. You need to be serene. You need to find that sense of serenity at the worst times in life. Because if there's honestly something you can't control, what's the point of worrying about it? You cannot worry about the things that are out of your control. Only focus on the things that are in your control. And if you still make mistakes, you still need to keep that serenity to not let mistakes define you, but refine you and you come back a more improved person. And like I've mentioned before, mistakes and failure are essentially the blueprints to your next step on how to improve. Like, oh, I won't do that again. That's how you improve on anything. Um, so it's equally important. And people get suckered into this behavior of um, often driven by money is the best example. So they're going to chase, 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 chase money. And they're going to, you know, they're going to, do some immoral things, they're going to do some pretty nasty things, and even if it's not to others, and it's to themselves, and they work stupidly long hours, they don't get enough rest, they live on the go, you know, money doesn't sleep, and that attitude that, you know, stockbrokers have, and all these people on Wall Street, and all these people chasing money, ultimately get to a, will reach a point in life where they'll go, fuck, you know, money doesn't really need anything, I've got all this money now, and even if they can enjoy it at a later stage, how much did they actually enjoy the process? Um, it's important. And obviously, like I said, life is just one continuous moment. You never, ever leave the present moment you're in. Um, so enjoying it is incredibly important. I don't really think I can explain it any further. Like obviously, it's difficult to explain and put into words on a podcast. It's incredibly difficult. Like there's there's a lot more I understand about, it and there's a lot more I feel, and I've got good insights, but nothing I could quite put into words to ever justify it. And maybe it can never be justified, which is why the book is another right, uh, way of me expressing my opinions and insights on it. 
in a different way where I can take my time, I can pull it into words and people can go back and they can read it and I can I can sort of, you know, create a more digestible, readable, understandable method of communicating the insights and ideas and opinions that I have. But for now, I hope that clarifies its importance, why it's part of my philosophy, why it is a component and how you can practice it. You can basically practice it by constantly reinforcing your mind frame through spiritual practices. So meditation or yoga or just continue to read, surround yourself with good people. Only focus, whatever you're doing in one moment in time, try and be mindful of doing it. So, uh, and I'm not the best example for this. So so if you're eating a meal, you should have nothing else going on around you if you're on your own. And you should sit there and appreciate the food you're eating, I suppose, rather than just mindlessly, you know, shoveling food down your gullet and watching TV, rather than just making a tea and wondering somewhere else in your mind about, again, that's where anxieties come from. Oh, shit, tomorrow I've got this. What if this happens? Or, oh, later on, I don't really know what to do. I'm stressed about this. Left, you know, everything that causes all the negative emotions and feelings that you don't really want to experience if you're making a cup of tea and your mind's wandering onto that place only focus on about that cup of tea because making a cup of tea you've got nothing to worry about making yourself present and mindful of the activity you're currently doing is a good way to reinforce that mind frame so start mindfully walking start paying attention to every step rather than letting your mind drift. It's just reinforcement. It's, it's, it is like another muscle. You need to train it. And then after a while, your brain activity, your physiolo- physiology would literally change. And you'll start vibrating on a completely different level where you're able to harness living in the present moment a lot, lot longer. Um, and obviously you can entirely concentrate that principle through meditation. That's essentially what it is, which is incredibly difficult to do. It's incredibly easy to be discouraged by the lack of progress you have at the start. And maybe even for years, I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, they didn't really get any, um, they didn't strive forward with it for a good couple of years. But you've got to persist with it. And then one day it will click. And even if that one day is the epiphany you have of, oh shit, I'm already there, I'm doing it. Again, for me, it's difficult to explain. I do apologise if I can't um, translate the idea well enough. That's why I'm writing this book. But it's important. No matter what you're doing throughout life, enjoy it. Try and enjoy every single process and reflect on it. That's Serenity. That's part of the Breakdown series. I suppose next I will be doing Surroundings and why surroundings are incredibly important. And I've had... Obviously, if you follow me on Instagram and stuff, you see I'll be, I've taken, even on the podcast, I talked about mushroom, magic mushroom trip, and I've been experimenting with THC capsules. THC is the, the chemical that gets you high in cannabis. I've been experimenting with that lately. It's given me some really good insights, and nothing hit me harder the other day than when I was on THC, and I just, I've obviously talk about surroundings and the impact it has on you and you become a model of your environment 
it made so much sense to me the other night when I was sort of high, I suppose, that you are your environment. You become your environment. It's incredibly difficult to manipulate and support your environment to become a different person. You have to make the best of it. Obviously, that's what my surroundings concept is. Making the best of it. Making everything around you that has an effect on you externally optimal to support you. But if you're still in a shitty environment and you're making the best out of it, ultimately, you're still in a shitty environment. But I'll go on and elaborate that. Elaborate on that in the next episode. So, that's episode 37. Plong, long. So, as always, I'm just going to start adding this at the end of each episode because I feel like, why the fuck not? I tried to be, I tried to resist doing this before because I, I don't know, like, I suppose a bit of paranoia thing. I didn't want to be a pest. I'd, I'd never been one to, like, beg, but I've got to f- I've got to fucking sack that off. I've got to remove that. Just by asking people, if you are finding these episodes useful, go to iTunes, leave me a five-star review, like, subscribe, do all that whole thing. Share it with your friends if it's of any use. and um, Show any support in any way possible because it does me a massive, massive favour. And it, even the people that do message me privately, it goes a long, long way for me because I do appreciate to know people are out there listening they're taking use and they're able to come and talk to me and from that can stem and potentially you know a good relationship can grow and some highly positive results can come of it just from someone reaching out to me so bear that in mind whatever you're doing enjoy your life safe